Welcome to American Underground, where we feature independent music, comedy, spoken word, and more from all around. We're live again, coming to you from Clubhouse Jaeger in the downtown Minneapolis Warehouse District, which is also home to Triviasco, the only trivia night that matters. Pop culture mixed with music and a hint of chance, hosted by Ian Rance, Tuesdays at 8. And if you're in town May 10th and 17th, I'll be filling in for the vacationing Rands as Triviasco's trivia master, host, and all-around swell guy. Our show is also made possible through generous support from Sociable Cider Works, brewers of ciders, apple grafts, and beers in Northeast Minneapolis. This time around, stand-up comic Jakey Emmert takes the stage. I'm Rob Callahan, your host, and this is American Underground. Please put your hands together now for Jakey Emmert. Thank you for being here. Uh, my name is Jakey. I know that's kind of weird. Um, like I, I, I'm supposed to be a Jake. I was named after a Jake Giddis who's the uh, detective played by Jack Nicholson in the 1973 crime drama Chinatown. And I didn't quite turn out that way. So, sorry, Dad. Um, I remember meeting a boy once. I was like, I'm Jakey. He's like, nah, you're a real man. You go by Jake. And his name was Courtney, which was weird because that's a girl's name. So, um, I don't want to do, like, hacky shit. Like, is anyone here married? Because that's weird. But is anyone here divorced? Yeah, I'm with you. I kind of got divorced. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, I, uh, I okay, so I moved in with my best friend, which they say you know you should never do, and I'm like, no, it's fine. Like he was, I called him my non-sexual life partner. You know, we were never romantic because like he's into bears and I'm into bros. Oh, like a bear. If you so. Okay, if you're gay, if um, it's, everyone is an animal, it's kind of like you're at the zoo in kindergarten, you pick your animal. So if you're, like, bigger and hairy, like, you're a bear, and if you're a little bit smaller, you're a cub. If you're skinny and hairy, you're an otter, but I near that shit. So, um, like, my animal is I'm an ocelot, which is a gay cougar. <laughs> but anyway, so we were never interested that way. It was never romantic, but it was fun. And anyway, um, he... Uh, you know, the beginning of the end was his boyfriend moved in with us, which has, that that always works out great when you're the third, right? Um, and he moved in within like two weeks of dating. I'm like, congratulations, you're a lesbian. Um, for those of you that don't know, there's this old street joke. Like, what does a lesbian bring on a second date? A moving van. Kind of, close, close. Um, what does a gay guy bring on a second date? No, that's lesbians. No, okay. Okay, we're going to do it again. You ready? What does a lesbian bring on a second date? Good job, everybody. Okay, what does a gay man bring on a second date? I don't know what a second date is. So, I'm just kidding. I actually have a second date next week. Thank you. It's at, it's at the courthouse, but it, I think it counts. So anyway, so, you know, boyfriend was in, it was, it was fine. I mean, you know, it's the third roommate. I lived with it for a while. I think the, uh, the beginning of, of the end was, um, like certain things you shouldn't be saying out loud or hearing yourself say out loud. And I heard myself saying out loud, did somebody use my anima? That's weird. And I'm like, maybe I used it already. I shouldn't accuse him of it. That's weird. I came home one night. It was 7 p.m. They were in bed because they had partied so hard the night before. 
Can I find the anima? I really want to use it because, okay. For those of you that don't, I don't want to get into it, but okay. If you were having someone over at your house, you want a clean kitchen, you know? So, so I wanted to use that. And, um, and then I thought they stole it. I couldn't find it. I'm like, you know, that's a really weird accusation. Probably used it. No, they left it like in the shower, just there. Like left the evidence. Like when like your dog just like poops in the house to be like, fuck you like that. Like, I'm like, you stole my anima and you didn't throw it away. Like that is, that is so shitty. That is so, so that was the beginning of the end. So, um, it sucks. Like I, I got divorced and right now we're in this really, like, I still love him. Always will. It's, but we're in this passive aggressive fight right now. Like I go on Twitter and talk shit about it. And then he reads my tweets and then goes on Facebook and talks shit about it. But he uses Mariah Carey memes. and I love Mariah Carey. Like, I'm like, I'm not even mad. I'm like, that was, that was a good one. That was good. She is the queen. So I moved back home just for a month. Like, I'm still paying rent, but I moved back home. My parents live in St. Anthony, which is like, does anyone know where St. Anthony is? This is weird. It's like two miles from here, not even, but it's like Narnia. It's so weird to, that's where I grew up. Like, everybody knows everybody in St. Anthony, right? Um, like, uh, there are only two gay guys in my grade that were openly gay. One was me. One was my uh, romantic rival. Um, and I saw him on Grindr. Um, and he does the, uh, fun fact, he does the capital T in his name, which means he, he's, he's on meth. That's, that's the code. Um, and I was super sad about that because now he's like even skinnier than I am. So... <laughs> So anyway, so, uh, so I'm living at home, which uh, my dad's kind of, all right, whatever. Uh, my, it, it, I'm getting even fatter because, like, my mom, I think she thinks I'm an athlete or something. Like, she feeds me like I'm, like, going to play football. Like, she's like, you've only had four sandwiches today. I don't, um, so that's going on there. I'm using my notebook, even though you shouldn't do that if you're a real comedian. Da-da-da. A fuank is a fat twink. And see, that's not even, see, don't use food. I love food, though. I think is food won't leave you. Food does not leave you. Food does not leave you for a 20-year-old with, with, with a trust fund. It doesn't. And so, um, and before the, like, my fake divorce happened, people were like, you know, maybe you're just jealous because your roommate has a boyfriend and you don't. And I was like, <sighs> you know, like, I was in love once and it was, it, it was fine. I think when you love someone, not to be, the PSA is you got to love someone for who they are. Oh, siren, I'm bombing that bad. They're Okay. Comedy emergency. Okay. He was cute. Okay. Um. All right. Oh. Okay. Um. Oh. Okay. Um. What was it? Com- dating. What was I talking about? My mom. Food. My roommate. Food. It's like Mad Libs up in here. Food. Roommate. Um. I'll think of it later. What was I? Um. Oh, okay, I remember. Oh, um, when you love someone, you want to love someone for who they are. See, that's why I was getting deep during that part. And then the siren came in. It was like, serious alert. That, see, that was part of that. I planned that. I, I set that fire, and then I came back. Um, that's bad. I hope everyone's okay. Never really bad about it. Okay, if you love someone, this is a good joke now. If you love someone, you have to love them for like who they are and not for like who you want them to be. Okay, because I, lo- I was in love with this boy. I still am. He's got a lot of issues, and I I kept wanting him to come out of the closet, and he kept wanting me to be nineteen and Asian, and it just 
sometimes, sometimes love isn't enough. And um, the last time I saw him, we, we were in his pickup truck and he dropped me off at home and he said, I'm going to need a few days. And that was 363 days ago. But who's counting, right? Me. I'm counting. It's it's fine. I, I, I'm almost over it. Like, like only a few things like remind me of him. Like I try to do a list. Like things that remind me of him include everything. So it's okay. It's just jokes. So I'm trying to date now, and it's and it's weird because especially I'm like this year I'm turning. I'm gonna be twenty nine again, and it's just so different because I don't like I. Like, I hate creepy, and maybe, like, ladies feel this. Do you ever meet, like, an older guy who's like, I feel young. Like, it's just, it's gross. I don't want to be that guy. I don't mean to look at you when I say that. I don't, I, I don't want to be that, like, but my friends are younger. Like, you know, like my, like, like, my good friend Derek is here. He's, like, 22, 23, right? Like, does anyone know how old you are? That's how old I am. I'm like, how old are you? Like, my other best friend is 24. I don't feel my age, so to speak. And so, um, so I, I had this, this boy come over and, you know, we, we did what, what two boys do. And then, um, the, the next, you know, and he was like, um, he had like that really, he was like Caribbean. So he had this like beautiful, like kind of longer black hair. And then in the morning he like wakes up and does a thing where you like make it move. I can't do it, but you know what I mean? And he looks at me and he goes, you probably don't have a hair binder, do you? And I'm like, is that a read? Because you can take the bus home. And then he goes, well, how do you think I was going to get to school? And then I was like, but you said you were a senior. And I realized I should have asked a follow-up question. Because I thought he meant college. So he was 18. Is that the gross? Um, you know, and then I met this one boy, real cute, right? And I was like, what's your name? And he goes, Kale. Uh, Kale is not a name. Kale is a vegetable. So I said, hi, I'm Jakey, I'm a fruit. So that was, I know, it's hacky. It's fine. Let's look at the, don't look at the notebook. Um, okay, well, I'll do this one because it's, it's, it's a one-liner. Um, did everyone have a good Easter? I gave up sex for Lent, not on purpose. Okay. See, I, okay. But back on the young thing. So I, so I, um, so I do have a crush and I'm still kind of like a teenage girl. I want a crush. And someone like read her names in my notebook and stuff. Um, it's, it's not going to work out because he, uh, he's, he's a dancer, not like ballet, but like the, like the sexy kind at, at the bar. And, um, he, he's, he's 20. And I don't know what, like, like I told my mom about it and she called an Amber Alert. So. He, I like him though. He looks like Zelda. Like the, like, uh, all right. He's really deep though. We talked for an hour and a half about his eyes. It's all right. <laughs> You're so pretty. I know. I am. All right. Um, I have his number. I, God, what am I doing? All right. Don't look at your boyfriend. Oh, because I'm on like the, the Tinder. Um, does that happen to you? I go on Tinder, right? And you, you, I get the match, like the super hot guy. And it turns out like they hit me an accident and they unmatch it. Yeah. Like self-esteem builder. Right. 
He wasn't even that. He was gorgeous, but he said he liked kayaking, and kayaking is the devil. So, all right. Um, all right, don't look at a notebook. I'm going to do this. All right. Uh, okay, but I, I love my little career. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so lucky enough where I, I do shows where they, they take your picture like a model. I, um, so for the reason I met this boy I like is we did a show at the saloon. It was called Drake Queen Game Night. And I'm not a Drake Queen, but I do shows like with a Drake Queen. So they have to do all the hard work. Like I, it takes me two hours to get ready and I look like this. Like to do what they do, I'm in awe of drag and all that they do. He was like the dancer boy in the show. He was in charge of my mic pack. So that was fun. But um, we did a photo shoot for it. And so Ryan Coy is a, is, is, is a, he's a great photographer. He does, he's actually in Vancouver right now for an exhibition. He's a great guy. So he, he, he's used to photographing like, you know, bodybuilders and drag queens and people that know how to model. Like modeling is a skill. And I was trying to, like, do and he goes okay try to look less like you're pooping <laughs> which joke was on him because I, I was so but then I looked like I wasn't because modeling and then he said what's that smell and I'm like I have to leave so alright I'm just kidding that didn't that didn't happen <laughs> The modeling part and the poop thing happened. I just, I want to, I'm so insecure enough to clarify that, like, that part was a joke. I didn't actually poop my pants during a photo shoot. That didn't happen. See, now you all think it did, because, all right, you know what? And and if you do, that's, that's fine, because it's, it's just jokes, people. So, um... I'm excited because my friend Derek is here and he's a good friend of mine. And we went on a road trip together. We went to, um, we went to a really um, fun, exotic, sexy place called Milwaukee. It was, are you from there? I was going to say, I'm sorry. No, um, no, because of bridesmaids. Are you from Milwaukee? Oh, I'm sorry. Are you from real Milwaukee or like West Dallas, like a poser? Awesome. Love you. Thank you. Okay. You're listening to American Underground. More from Jakey Emmert after this. I adopted Bento in 2010 from a shelter. This cat makes me make art. He's always motivating me to draw pictures of him. He just is motivating artistically. He's my best friend, but a lot of people know him as Keyboard Cat. Keyboard Cat, YouTube star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. This is American Underground, made possible through financial support from Clubhouse Jaeger and Sociable Cider Works. I'm Rob Callahan, your host, and now more Jakey Emmert. You learn things about your friend when you go on like a road trip. Like I, I, I mean, I of course think I'm perfect. Um, like I was like, Derek, do you have any chapstick? He's like, I, I don't share chapstick. I'm like, that's really weird. Like I share. But it's not, you know, I'm the kind of person where if you eat ice cream, I'll say use a spoon. But then I was like, well, okay, well, can I use like your nose hair trimmer? He's like, no. So that was a little bit of a fight we had. But um, we ended up, this is why you went, is we're both fans of like the like the old school, hi, the old school, um, he's not my type, the old school like WWF wrestling, um, but like the girls. So I don't know, does anyone know like the old school um, there was a wrestler, her, her name was Terry, a.k.a. Marlena, and she was in this group of girls called PMS. Like, that's how we knew we were gay, is they were a favorite. But, um, they were called Pretty Mean Sisters. Get it? All right. So, we, um, we went to go, you got, you could get her autograph, 
but the wrestlers were at um, a hockey game, not NHL, but like the one below that. So we ended up going to like a Milwaukee Admirals game. So we fit right in, right? Um, and I actually kind of wanted to like see the game because I'm like, you know what? We drove all this way. If we're here, like let's go like see it. And so, um, and then um, I was like, but we were in line during the game and I go like, Derek, like, like, like how long is the period? And he goes, I think it's like three days. And then you could have, I'm like, no, like a hockey period. I don't know. So anyway, this isn't funny. I want to tell it anyway. So we were in line. We were late because all these snafus happened. And then it was Terry Runnels and it's just pretending you're broadcasting. Matt Hardy was there, King Kong Bundy, and then Kevin Nash was there. And if you've seen Magic Mike, he's the older stripper. And I really wanted to bring my Magic Mike DVD to sign it. And I got freaked out last minute. I should have done it. Anyway, so right before we go up, we were towards the end of the time period. Like real time period, not period blood or hockey period. And they said, um, we're only doing autographs, like no pictures. And Derek loves Terry. made this card for her and everything. And so, and I get kind of like shy about that kind of stuff. And Derek was like, no, like we're getting like a picture. We came out this way. So he, we made a card that played her theme music and everything. And we stuck in and like got our picture and guys booed us. And it really felt like wrestling. We were like the bad guys that got away with something. And then, um, and then in the car, Derek was like, you know, I was a gay kid in South Dakota. Like you helped me kind of find my own inner diva, whatever. And so he left his phone number in the card. And I was like, you know, that's that's kind of, you know, bold, whatever. And then that night we went to the hotel. That was under the Grammys when like Sam Smith won like everything. So I was bored as hell. And then um it was like the Sam, it was like the Sam Smith show. And then um Towards the end, he gets this phone call from this error code, and he's like, I think it's Terry. I'm like, it's probably like a, like a debt collector, but answered anyway. And um, and then Derek's like, I don't have debt. I'm like, it must be nice. And he um, he answers the phone. It ended up being this wrestler. Her name is Terry Ronalds. She ended up calling us and like gave her – she told – she said, don't tell anybody this, but this is my number. Don't tell anyone that you have it. Um, oops. But um, like – Every now and then, like, she'll send me, like, advice or, like, you know, self-information. So it's, it's a fun little thing, and um, it's a morbid thing to talk about. But, um, you know, of course, Prince is gone, and that was a big morning thing. And the day before that, like, 12 hours before, you know, China passed away. And um, she was, like, my hero growing up because, you know, I was a gay kid, and she, uh, she kind of proved you could be different. And I kind of wanted to be her because she, she outweighed me by 100 pounds, but she just was this, and so in, um, none of this is funny, but I, I, I have to talk about it. In, um, so my high school did this thing called Pioneers in History for National History Day. Your school has to do it. And then you can go on to state if your project makes it. You have judges, which I think are like someone's parents. So already it's flawed. And so, so everyone did like Einstein or Bill Gates or, you know, boring shit like that. And, my project was on China, and so I had these speakers hooked up to a little poster, and um, Russell's had theme music. So her theme music was all over, like, the library. So all day, all you heard was, don't treat me like a woman. Don't treat me like a man. So that was, um, that was my project. And so I guess it, maybe it is fitting that my last heterosexual crush was a woman with huge muscles. But... Um, I, yeah, it was hard. I, I 
I miss her and I, and I still want to be her in some way. Don't read your notes. Okay. Um, so I, so I do have a, a new job, which is kind of exciting. I can't say what it is because I signed a waiver, but it's at a fancy department store that rhymes with Fordstrom. And, but I'm not saying what it is. And, um, but all the customers are like, I don't know what it is. It's, I guess there's some kind of correlation with wealth and good looks. I don't know what it is, but the people that shop there are like so good looking and I got nervous about it. So I have this mentor and he goes, it's fine. Just pretend that you've had three drinks at the bar and then talk to them. I'm like, well, I can do that. So my very first customer had like dark hair, blue eyes, six, two gorgeous. I'm like, I can do this. I go up to him. I'm about to be like, hi, sir. How are you? And then I took my friend's advice. And instead I was like, I'm at the bar, three drinks. I was like, you look so much like my ex-boyfriend. And then he bought socks because he felt bad. It was, um, yeah. And he didn't look like him at all. Cause my boyfriend was like five foot 10. So, all right, don't, all right. Uh, we'll go. All right. Give us a topic club, Jager. Be prepared. Oh, wait. Um, what is, what, how much time do I have? You don't know? I'm going to get the hook. All right. This is my older notebook. So I have like, what? Six, six minutes. That's when you, you know, men can fake it during sex. Okay. Um, okay. We'll talk about this. Um, so, oh, oh, um, sex. That's a great topic, right? It's no one, no standups ever talk about sex. It's very, it's a new topic. It's new territory. Um, we're going to be a pioneer and, and, and do this. Um, so this whole, you know, heartbreak thing, I'm just trying to get over it. So I did end up having sex with my neighbor and he is, uh, he's also a fan of her wrestling. I don't want to say he's dumb, but he thinks it's real. <laughs> okay. Um, he actually went to like wrestling school and I think he might've like landed wrong. Cause he's a little, um, but, um, he's, uh, like six foot four and like 210 pounds of muscle. And I don't have a joke. I just want to brag because I deserved it. God damn it. Thank you. Thank you. I clapped too. I was like, this is, this is happening. I clapped. And then, and then I thought I got the clap, but it was just, I was drinking too many energy drinks is what it is. Um, so my mom is a nurse. I don't know if anyone nurses. All right. Nurse. All right. I almost said I promise. Okay. Um, if your mom is a nurse, though, you can't do anything as a child because they're so, they've seen every like horrific incident. Like my childhood was like an episode of um, Rescue 911. Like in, like, like we couldn't, uh, let's see, we couldn't play Nintendo if there was lightning because, you know, lightning will hit the antenna and then it hits the TV and the controller and your thumbs fall off. Um, we couldn't play Chubby Bunny, the game with like marshmallows when you put them in and go Chubby Bunny. We, could, we couldn't play with knives. It was horrible. So, so she'll still get customer or see, that's my patience. Um, and she'll see, I say customer. All right. Um, she, eh, but she'll get patience and she'll tell me these like horror stories, which might be like a, a HIPAA violation, but there's no names involved. But she goes, well, you know, last night I had this patient and he was complaining of these horrible stomach pains and we ran all these tests and it turned out that he had stuck a toothbrush up his butt. Now, I fully support your lifestyle. And I don't know what you do when you and your friends go to these clubs. But if someone tries to tell you to stick a toothbrush up your butt, 
just say no. Just say no. She's like the Nancy Reagan of proctology, right? And I'm thinking like, is does she think that's what we do? Like at like at the saloon, whatever. Like, well, I'm bored. Hey, you know what we should do? I put a toothbrush with me. We should stick one of these up our butts. I mean, she's right. But next time it happens, I'm gonna think about it, and I'm gonna be like, should I? And then there'll be like a um like a thought balloon in my head, and then she'll be her. That'll be her, and she'll be like, Jake. No. And I'll be like, no, sir, how dare you? Do you have a hairbrush? <laughs> so I'm excited for Pride is coming up in two months. Speaking of things up your butt, um, I'm going to be fat this year and I don't care. I'm gay fat, which means I'm like five pounds less, more than I was last year. That's how you you uh did that math um but i love gay pride if it was been go please go uh the parade is super long my favorite float in the parade is the bisexual pride float they only go for half of it but they like it my friend was like that's offensive i'm like Ugh. and then i asked another person if it was offensive he was actually bisexual i'm like is it offensive he said no it's not and then we made out so i'm keeping that joke God damn it. I did Pride. I, I, was, I was lucky enough. I worked. Um, I did Sioux Falls Pride uh, last year. Um, I didn't know they had gay people in Sioux Falls. So that was fun. Um, there were all, all four of them showed up. No, there were a lot of people there. It was actually, it was actually a lot of um, like lesbian parents and their kids, which is amazing. And I was, I was performing in the park. And um, it was a good lesson for me because I, I, I didn't realize that my audience was going to be like seven-year-olds. And so I would tell a joke and like not realize it was dirty till the end. And then the, as it should be, the festival was sponsored by a lube company. So everywhere there were signs that got lube, which I mean, I always have my lube. I don't know about you, but I, I'm all, I, I'm pro gun oil, by the way. I don't know what you all prefer. Oh, sidebar. Did you see that story about the guns in Alabama? that thought gun oil was like, gun oil is a lubricant and it's amazing. And this gun company in Alabama did a gun show and they used gun oil lubricant because they thought it was like for your actual gun. <laughs> and then, and everyone was like, you idiots. But I was like, you know, at least they're using the good shit. Like, good for them. <laughs> at least, you're, anyway. So, that reminded me, you know, I'm kind of like a um, hypochondriac and I'm also single and I jack off a lot. So I have lube by the bed and I also have like the Purell hand sanitizer by the bed. And, you know, every now and then health freezes over and you have someone else in your bed. And I learned if you have the Purell by the lube, you should have the lights on because um, that's a mistake you only make once. So it, it, it kind of sounded like, okay, I'll do a dramatic like reenactment. So pretend... Pretend I'm like a little bit better looking because this was a few months ago. And then he was like, uh. and then I was like, okay, 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 ready? Okay, ready? Ready? Okay, ready? Uh, uh. Ah! Ah! Um, and he was like, dude, I'm not even in you yet. I'm like, no, it wasn't you. Don't take credit for this. So I told that joke and then I thought it was funny. And then, um, thank you. And then I real I looked down, I'm in South Dakota. And then there's these like, seven-year-old girls in, right in front, like, with white eyes, like, what is and I was like, because you can't wash your hands with lube, 
because it's it's sticky. That's that's awfully silly, right? And then um, and then I still got paid. So there you go, there you go. All right, um, I am kind of like a um, hypochondriac, so I, I go to the doctor a lot because he's really sexy. And um, like, I'm not really pro drugs. I don't do a lot of drugs. Like, I mean, if you do drugs, I'm not gonna. If you have some, come find me. But I'm not like that. You know, like my mom is like, I hope you're not using that medical marijuana. I'm like, well, first of all, you have to have the medical thing, and also, um, don't worry, mom. I'm not a fan of marijuana. It counteracts cocaine really bad it don't but um i go to the doctor a lot and he's like you know i am nervous about your drinking i'm like what do you mean he's like well we we ran your blood test last time you were here and your blood type is uv (laughs) and i said i'm sorry i'm on a budget i know it should be goose (laughs) all right thank you guys so much i had fun This has been American Underground, recorded live at Clubhouse Jaeger with generous support from Sociable Cider Works, hosted by me, Rob Callahan, and featuring Jakey Emmert. Our next live show is Saturday, May 28th, and we're back at Clubhouse Jaeger with author Michael Miriam and musical guest Kat Fox. Join us on the 28th to help celebrate the release of her new CD, and in the meantime, here's the music of Kat Fox on American Underground. Mountain out of molehill, it'll only hurt for a moment.